Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Episode 24 of the Brother Sister Show. I'm Anthony, and I'm joined here with my sister, Livia. And why do you laugh every single time? <laughs> because I always think you're going to say it, and then you don't, and you point at me. Also, oh, the way you do the intro is really funny. Intro. Intro is really funny because you wave <laughs> like somebody's watching. I'm talking to everyone. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I get animated. Oh, it's very entertaining for me. I really like it. But if this if this is your first time listening, uh, we are siblings, as I said, and we talk about movies. We normally use this podcast to, to catch up. Um, we'll do that before we get into our movie for this episode, 8th grade. Um yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you for listening. Uh, oh, we, we also have a special guest. Yes, we do have a very special guest. It is my girlfriend, Kayla. Um, yeah, she's fantastic, and it was a lovely conversation, a little chit-chat we had with her. We'll get to that after we catch up. But before before everything, before all of that, waving my hands a lot, <laughs> uh, we hit some milestones, guys. We hit some good milestones. So we use a podcast hosting they host our rss feed uh where we post our episodes to and we hit on that service we hit uh 600 downloads overall so 600 devices have downloaded one of our episodes a 600 individual no 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 i said that wrong (laughs) i said that that completely wrong our episodes have been downloaded 600 times across Multiple, multiple devices, devices. <laughs> yes <Okay>. but <laughs> on spotify our episodes have been streamed 500 times pretty good which is pretty good for as many episodes what if we're like 500 times and we have 500 episodes <laughs> <laughs> that means not even we listen to it like just one of us did <laughs> well it's just me because you edit so that's true but well, i do listen to all of them I honestly thought it was going to take 100 episodes, 150. I thought it was going to take a long time oh, really? for, us, for us to get that far. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I I guess I didn't really set expectations for how uh, well or not well this podcast was going to do. But either way, I'm happy. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we have eight ratings on Apple Podcasts as well. Which one is, with words. <laughs> one, yeah, one with words. I don't know who it is. I don't know their username, but whoever yeah, it was. Nice thank time. you. Let me actually read it. Let me pull it up real fast. I have it. I should get it real, real fast. Well, why are you doing that? I well, we did start off, and that's one thing I told you. I was like, so we probably we might not get a bunch of people. That's not the goal of this. The goal of this has always been to stay in touch because we live in different cities, and we hadn't been like talking to each other as much and i was like so let's just figure out a way and we always we wanted to do something like this and i think i broached to you like the the pitch that i had was this is a way to keep in touch and to talk about movies which is two things that come easy so yeah it's nice that people are like wanting to listen yeah not just our, our parents i mean they are <laughs> diehard listeners but some yeah. other people are starting to listen and follow our instagram which is cool at brother sister show just in case. <laughs> yeah, we have five out of five stars, even though on the little chart, it shows one or a couple four stars. So whoever that was. Hey. Wow. Respect you. Yeah, this is Neo Knight. This is a long time ago. We should have said this at a later or earlier episode. 
December 24th, 2019, from Neo Knight. Insightful, fun, and engaging. No Oxford comma there. Respect I don't know. It. I don't know if it's right to have an Oxford comma or not. Um, it that's, depends. It's, that's an entire. That's an entire other podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned for our grammar podcast. <laughs> Oxford comma or not? <laughs> <laughs> Episode one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what's up? Let's catch up. It's been a while. Oh, it's been a, a while. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> I don't know if I've talked about Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Well, last I remember when I was editing the last one, we talked about how you were, you said that oh, you were I really did. excited because you, because it was going to come out, and you, you were also kind of dreading it because you worked the next day, and you weren't going to oh. be able to watch it until <laughs> later. Well, um, I didn't follow my advice. I watched it while I was working. <clears throat> Still very good. But also, I've seen... So there's three specials each an hour. I've seen each of them three times. It, they are so good. <laughs> so fucking good. And also, if... And they kind of need a rewatch. Because there's some jokes you'll miss. And it's Definitely. just... Like, I, I, so I watched it... The first time while I was working, and it was obviously so funny. But then I think the next day or a couple of days after, um, I watched it again, but like not having any distractions, and I laughed just as much and just as hard. So 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 good, and it came I, out at like the perfect time. Oh, for sure. But yeah, I can't believe they are so. I mean. They're super funny, but they're so good. They're so fast with it, and the, their callbacks are just phenomenal. The, it it makes my brain hurt. I, I want to do that so bad. It. Yeah, it's, but it seems okay. like so much fun to do that. But I, I don't think I could ever do it. Well, and they're they're so good at it that they make it look easy. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so like, I mean, you could be good at it, but they're and also I've been watching a lot of interviews with them and they've been doing it. They've been doing improv together for 10 years. So it's a big like it's not only that they're good at it, but they have such a shared language. And they were talking about how people are asking, like, how do you know when to initiate? How do you know if you have enough info? And the way that they talked about it is that they would just like look at each other. And Ben said that he can like sometimes look at Thomas and just know exactly like when he needs more or when they're good. So that's so that's such a like they're such a good duo because they know. I mean, we because we kind of have that not in an improv space, but like we're, we we're, we've known each other our whole lives. So like, of course, we would have that. So it's really interesting to see two people that are not siblings or not related have that kind of connection. Yeah, because sometimes we'll. We'll both know the punchline to the joke that we're about to say, and we'll start laughing beforehand. That's yeah. just they're to the nth degree. It's insane. Uh, they know like the process of thinking. It's insane, but it's very good. I cannot. I truly cannot recommend it enough. Same. This is going to be because I haven't been to the movies or seen them an amazing movie in a long time. This is going to be the new parasite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking shut up about this. Um, but yeah. I love it. So good. Um, I've also seen... So that is top tier. Um, another top tier thing that I've seen is Bad Education. I don't know if you've seen it. Somebody on our HBO saw it because it it, it asked if I wanted to restart. <coughs> Probably not, I mean, but... 
so fucking good. So it's on HBO. I think it was on the festival circuit for a while before this whole thing started. Um, it has Hugh Jackman, Allison Janney. Um, but yeah, I don't really want to give much away because I, I came into this movie like not knowing anything about it other than some of the stuff that Alex Wolf would post on his Instagram. Yeah. Um, and it's very good. Highly recommend on HBO. Um, and after you see it, maybe we could talk about it more. But you should definitely watch it. I think you'd like it. Yeah, I'm, now that you say Hugh Jackman, uh, mom and dad were watching that. I had no idea. I was like, Hugh, Hugh Jackman? Yeah, he is so good. I, I think he's one of those actors that I just forget is that good. And then you yeah. see him in something, like you see him in Logan, and you're like, oh, he's an actor, actor. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that was good. And then two things that were not as great. Um, I saw the platform finally, and that was good. So uh, you've seen it, right? Yeah, super gory so, at the end. <laughs> yeah, I don't. There was one scene that I truly wish I never saw. <laughs> I I think I know what you're talking about. And... When he's trying to climb up. Yeah. Yep. Why? What was what was the point of that? Um, <gasps> I'm anyways, glad I saw it. <laughs> it was kind of funny, and then there was something else that. We that I watched that had something sim. Oh, <laughs> so I watched that, and then uh, right after, um, Sebastian wanted to watch Dave, so I watched that with him. Oh, he went to watch the gosh. season finale, and I don't know if you know the part. Have you seen it? Wait, season finale is that the wedding? Oh, that was the season finale. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not, but he watched that. That makes me that so episode. sad if that's a season finale. Maybe it wasn't, but he watched that episode specifically. And so, in the, okay, I'll just say it. So, in the platform, basically, somebody shits on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and then in that episode of Dave that Sebastian wanted to watch, he was shitting in the woods. And I was like, I've seen too many men <laughs> shit today. And I don't want this to continue. Yeah, it was um, really funny. The platform, though, overall, I think it had a good, it was a good, like, message. I got the message, but then at the end, I was kind of like, what's happening? Like, what is the panna cotta? Why, why is the kid important? It was just kind of confusing. But yeah. then we looked up an explanation, and it did make a lot a lot of sense. And I did. I liked it. It was really <clears throat> just the execution of it was really good. Um, the way the platform went up and down was very interesting. It does, like, there's a lot of parallels with Snowpiercer. And I feel like even after watching it, I was like, yeah, this is very reminiscent of Snowpiercer. But I still, it was fine. I don't know. Um, and then <laughs> we watched The Bling Ring on Netflix. Have you seen it? No, I've, I think I've heard of this. Uh, it sounds super familiar. I, it? I hated it. So it's about the, it's based on a true story. And it's about these, basically these spoiled kids in Hollywood that go around just robbing a bunch of celebrities. Oh, is Anna Kendrick is in it, right? No. No? Emma Watson. Oh yes, mom and dad were also watching this. I because my my uh, office in quotes my desk is in the uh, living room. In the living like kind of attached to the living room. So I'll every time I get up to go to the restroom because I've been drinking a a ton of water. I I catch whatever they're watching. I'll walk by and I'll see huge huge Ackman. Or yeah yeah okay. But it's. There's one part 
where Emma Watson goes up to this guy and she's like, I want to rob. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a line someone wrote that. I want to rob. She said it exactly like that, and I fucking screamed. It was so bad. <laughs> Sebastian and I could not believe what the what movie we were watching. But yeah, I know I've heard a, a lot of, like a lot of stuff about it on film Twitter, and I think people like it. I don't know. People just talk about it all the time, and I it was not for me. I did not like it. Um, but yeah. Oh, and this isn't catching up, but just a correction. <laughs> so I was listening to last week's episode, and I was talking about the sinner. And for some reason, I said it was on Prime, which it is not on Prime. It is on Netflix. So if you want to watch both seasons of The Sinner, um, the first one's really good. Definitely recommend it's on Netflix, not Amazon Prime. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. What have you been watching? Or how are you doing and what have you been watching? Uh, a little stress, just school because it, it's uh, I'm done next Tuesday. Ooh. So it, it's finals. My first final is actually tomorrow. But yes. I took a practice test, and I'm. I need to get. I need. I. I don't need to get a high grade to to get an A in this class. So, uh-huh. I, I'm chilling as far as that class. But I got to write a a really long paper that I'm not looking forward to that I completely forgot about until uh-huh. right now. But it, it's fine. I mean, it's whatever. The finals, normal stress. That's pretty much it. I haven't had time to watch a whole lot because I've been preparing for the finals. And then I have, uh, I got a, I got stuff to do over this summer, so I, I got to prepare for that too. When does that uh, start? That starts, uh, I guess I can say, not where. You don't have to. But I, I'll ha- I'm ha- starting my internship uh, May 11th, so yeah, it'll be it'll be cool. Something to do. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I haven't been watching a lot. Uh, watching a lot but the the i've been watching some shows ozark i've been slowly trying to watch because like i said i don't have a lot of time and it's kind of hard to dedicate a whole hour out of my day to sit down and watch an ozark episode yeah but i've been slowly chugging through that i think i've watched episode three of season two it's getting really good getting real good uh and dave was not the season finale he had me scared oh sorry that episode that that episode that you're talking about where he poops into a little pond (laughs) yeah that's my favorite episode of that entire season it's so good uh just the way it starts how it's that song and then the way it ends also i I really like that 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 was i really like that it wasn't as funny as i thought it would be yeah that was one of the the sadder episodes but the other ones are really funny um yeah that's on tonight i'm probably gonna it's on hulu so i'll watch it tomorrow and then middle edition schwartz i forgot hey, that i watched it uh i need to rewatch them all because they're so funny we already talked about it but like you said i i cannot recommend that enough all right do you want to just jump right into the interview with kayla yeah, let's do that. Um, like I said, very special guest, my girlfriend Kayla. She's on this episode, so we'll cut to that conversation that we had. And welcome back. We are with Kayla. Um, I think, Anthony, did you already do an intro? How do we do this? Yeah, I did. 
<laughs> I prepped you guys. I, <laughs> I know. Before these calls, a little little peek behind the the curtains, but I prep them. I'm like, so this. I'm like, this is what what part of the episode we're in, and you immediately forgot. I just I forget when we introduce them. So we already are acquainted with who Kayla is. Yes. Yes. All right. Hi. <laughs> okay. First things first. How are you doing? Um, you know, I was actually doing really good during quarantine, and then I just looked at um my schedule for my classes, and I'm done with school in six days. So I'm freaking out because everything's coming to an end, and I have so many things to do. So now I'm stressed. But other than that, I'm okay. I know April felt like it happened in two days. Have you seen those? Have you seen those uh, calendar memes where it's like, oh, I actually drew the real calendar for this year, and it's like (laughs) January is all fine, February is okay, March is just like super long, and April is like one line. (laughs) April very very fast. It's very strange. So I think not tomorrow. Whenever Friday is May, right? Yeah, May first. What a terrible month! I hate May. I'm very excited for May because that's when Every, fantastic nothing good comes. comes from the month of May. <laughs> <laughs> nothing good has ever came from the month of May. No. Wow. <laughs> I have no, I have no objections. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking about quarantine, what do you miss the most pre-quarantine life, if you can remember it? I yeah, my job. I miss my job. I work at an elementary school. And I work with kids, and I miss them a lot. There was actually this video that my supervisor made to send out to the kids. It was, like, us saying hi, and then she put, like, a little montage together. It was the saddest song she could have ever chosen. I showed it to Anthony, and everybody was crying. (laughs) It was the equivalent of, in the arms The tagline was, try not to die, see you next year. (laughs) Oh my, it was, yeah, I was really sad. But yeah, I miss my job. I miss just like having a structure because I don't have a lot of willpower when it comes to work and I procrastinate a lot. But when I was in school, like this semester especially, like I stepped up my game and I had like a routine and it's gone now. And I stay in bed until 12 every day and do nothing. <laughs> I feel like that's a theme I've been hearing about 2020 is that everybody was like starting out saying this is my year. And I felt that, too. I was like, this is going to be a great year. South <laughs> by is going to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. I, re- I truly I was like, man, I'm going to do South by I'm going to go to Seattle. Like I was so excited. And then life was like, fuck you. No, you're not. Yeah. The hopes the hopes are high. It did not <laughs> work out for anybody. No, I think just I'm I'm curious what will happen at the beginning of 2021. Like at the end of this year, going into a new year, I feel like everybody's gonna be like, I just don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a great year if I just don't die. <laughs> Ugh. What a what a weird time. Um, but try. So do you during this time to get yourself, I guess, not motivated, but to pass the time, what are you watching recently? Because there's so many things. I haven't been watching a lot of movies, but I think I've been spending like I've been spending hours, and I'm not even joking, like hours on TikTok. It's kind of bad. <laughs> it's 
I don't even realize I'm scrolling for that long. And I don't know if you guys have ever used the app, but there's this like feature where if you're scrolling for too long, like a TikTok ad comes up and he's like, hey, you've been scrolling for a while. Maybe you should like go take a break or something. No way. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's like some, it's like some old Viner person. And I'm like, uh, okay. And I just keep scrolling past it and I just keep going. Um, Weird. I wonder if they had yeah. to do that. Probably. Because there's so people, many kids using it. I know it. people spend a long time. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. weird. Uh, but besides that, I've been watching a bunch of shows. Um, like, really bad shows, but good shows. Uh, like, Legacies, which is a spinoff of The Vampire Diaries. Um, I don't know. I've been watching, like, a bunch of old things, like Hannah Montana, all the Disney movies. <laughs> Just remembering the good times. <laughs> <laughs> before oh i i also had like a twilight marathon with my mom oh wow <laughs> yeah that was it was pretty intense we watched every movie and we started like at 10 o'clock at night so we didn't finish until like four in the morning or something it was what a way to spend your quarantine <laughs> <laughs> we i don't know why we did it <laughs> <laughs> and you've been watching or last night when we called you were watching new girl Oh, yeah, I started watching New Girl again. I love New Girl. Very good. It's just so funny. So funny. All the one-liners. I love that show. I think I watched up to, like, season three. I haven't seen the full thing. There's some shows that I feel like I get, like, super into it, and then I just, just stop watching it for some reason. Honestly, I only watched the show because of really Nick. Good. <laughs> he's so funny. Really awkward. He's back. Yeah, everything about it. he's such a funny character. Nick, which one's that one? He's like the main one of the main guys. He's the one's like rugged. Uh, Jake Johnson. Oh, together. Okay. That's his name, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. He's the he he's was in Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Well, of the same vein of like watching things that are old, what is what's your are those your comfort shows or do you have like a comfort movie that you go uh, to every time you start to feel kind of down? I do, and it's really bad. It's a really bad one, and I haven't watched it a lot yet because I'm saving it in case I get like super sad about quarantine. Um, but I'm like, <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Like comfort movies, they're like super cheesy like supernatural action movies so kind of like underworld blade van helsen or just like teenage like supernatural like twilight or beautiful creatures i don't know why i just can watch them all day oh interesting i would have not guessed that i don't think (laughs) i've heard that before yeah, I know it's super. Especially weird. then, start off with Van Helsing. <laughs> oh, it was one of my favorite movies growing up. I'm like, I'm not even joking. I watched maybe it. Maybe watch it, and it's not bad. It, it's not good either. So <laughs> some movies are so bad that they're just so good. You just always want to watch them. So I feel that. I think you know what though. I, I'm surprised, but I'm also not because I have noticed that. So like. Without getting into, like, a lot of detail, this past week has just been, like, 
it started off as like one of the shittiest weeks of this whole quarantine experience. And all I wanted to do was watch slasher films, like scary movies and movies where like a bunch of people are like killed in these really <laughs> like grotesque ways. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know why, but like I just wanted to watch Year Next. I watched Hush like twice. I don't know what it is. It's very strange. Yeah, I guess because like we're like kind of not doing anything. And her life is just, like, stagnant, and they're going through, like, adrenaline rush in these movies. I don't know. They're good. Yeah. And and how I described it to somebody else is I was telling them, like, I wonder, I feel like I just, like, have all these anxieties, and I just want to put it into a box, and that, like, creates that box. So maybe that's what it is. That makes sense. Well, I know that you and Anthony are constantly going to the movies because I feel like when I text him or before this all started, he was like, oh, I'm about to go to the movies with Kayla. So do you remember the last movie that you saw in theaters? Okay, I was trying to think about it and I remember it wasn't that good. Do you remember what it <laughs> oh, was, Anthony? How dare you? I loved the movie we saw. It was, what uh, was it? It was The Hunt. Oh, it was good then. It was pretty good. Oh, that was recommended to me recently. I, have you- Oh, have you not seen it? It's really no, good. not yet. Because you have to pay for it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and oh, I'm yeah, cheap. I mean, I could, I, I should pay for it, but I am just, I'm cheap. I, yeah, I, really it was, like I mean, it. it wasn't amazing. It was good, though. I heard it's I good, and I heard offended. the ending is pretty good. I was super mm-hmm. offended. I think I talked about this movie before I saw it, where the trailer was, it was, <laughs> yeah, I remember talking about it on this podcast because the trailer said, this is the best movie of 2020 and you haven't even seen it yet. And I was like, what? I remember Little talking did about they it. Know they were probably right because it's one of the five movies that's going <laughs> to come out this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, I think Livia, you'd actually really like it. If you are watching like your next and things like that, it has that yeah. vibe. And I've been, my next movie that I want to watch, but I don't know where I can find it is like the purge movies. I think I'm going to mm. watch those next. <laughs> but yeah, ooh, I, I need to watch it i think i'll probably just buy it why not yeah. just rent it it reminds me of hide and seek i think that's the other movie no ready or, oh, not. ready or not ooh. ready or not yeah that yeah, one. yeah exactly same i loved ready or not so much oh then then you'll like it i'll, I'll watch it i love a good a good like movie about a white family in a really nice house just getting like killed <laughs> one by one <laughs> that's one thing too is that i don't I, I don't know about you kayla if you watch a lot of scary movies but there's one thing that i've been recently noticing is well if here's a good tip to get you through them because you were shaking your head i you need to just pay attention to the houses because the houses are so fucking nice that I was watching Hush with my coworkers, and I think they think I'm insane because I was just like every we were doing Netflix party, and every other line that I had was just like, "Oh man, this house is so nice." And she would be running like with a stab wound on her leg into the bathroom, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, I need a tub like that." <laughs> Hereditary, it's another example. Such a oh, great yeah. house. Or Hush, if you just watch Hush. I told my I told my coworkers this is just a virtual open house to me because I <laughs> so there's a tip just pay attention. Is to that the, house. the one where the main character is deaf, mm-hmm. deaf and, and mute? Oh. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. 
Not too gory, but I think my coworkers didn't appreciate my movie pick. And I was like, well, if I pick it, what do you expect? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just get scared so easily. Like, so, so easily. It's not even funny. Yeah. So, I don't know. I try. I I mean, I go to movies and I watch them, but I freak out. And then it stays in my head. Oh, yeah. Especially if you go with, like, a big group of people, just hearing everybody's reaction. I know you guys talked about this, but it's, yeah. it's fun. Hey, Anthony, do you have any any other questions? I ran through my questions. How you've been? I haven't talked to you forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been okay. I actually just got a few more of your presents in right now. Um, oh. For, oh, his know. birthday. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, for his birthday, yeah. You want to tell her about the glasses? What what happened? (laughs) What happened? So, this is another behind the curtain. Just to, like, give you some background, Anthony and I are notoriously horrible at, like, keeping secrets from each other. Especially with gifts. It's, like... We get so close, like, a few weeks away, and then it's just like, guess what I got you? Yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. And I was really trying super hard this year, like, to not let it happen, because I don't I don't see you, so it's, like, not that hard, because we just talk over the phone. But it just it just found a way to get out, so, so you can go So ahead. what happened, because it's my birthday, for those of you who don't know, my birthday is at the end of May, so Kayla's trying to get a head start. Being a, a good girlfriend, and she <laughs> she DM'd you, Livia, on Instagram. Unbeknownst to her, oh, I have I, forgot. I have your Instagram <laughs> because you used you you created the, our brother sister show email for <laughs> Instagram with your the same uh, email as your personal. So I saw that notification, and I was like, I saw normally. Normally, I see DMs. I just like immediately delete them. Like I don't, I don't really care. But then I, I saw Kayla's name. I was like, ah. Oh. And then I saw, hey, I wanted to. And then I was like, it's all over. <laughs> it's all over. Oh, I totally forgot about that. And then you, you came up with like, you texted me some dumb like, oh, I came up with the, I had you a bet with Sebastian. You wouldn't have known. I would not have. Yeah, man, that was a good lie too. Damn. Yeah. Oh, because okay, let's get some background because everyone's like, what's going on? So, yeah, you DM'd me and asked if I could, if there was a way I could find out his <laughs> glasses prescription. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was trying, uh, Sebastian was here, or I was talking to him or something, and I was like, how the hell do I try to get his prescription? And then I was like, well, I'll just ask, and then I'll figure it out after. <laughs> Man, that was such a good lie, too. Yeah, we and you know what though, there was one year in our lives that we had the same exact one. Yeah. So I wouldn't even have had to do that, but that's funny. So you see, you saw the DM that Sebastian sent me today, then? Uh, I didn't because I saw he sent you something, and then I saw a message from him after. But like I said, I, I just oh, deleted him. I totally forgot about that. Well, you gotta figure something yeah. out because I don't want to see your notifications. I I don't know if I mute it on mine. We'll we'll figure it out later. I don't really DM that many people. I I know that, but it's just. That's so funny. I don't think there's a way because I have to like. It has to because I made a business profile. It has to connect to somebody's. So there's no way. Uh-huh. 
Okay. Unless you just get rid of... I, there's a way to probably do notifications. We'll figure it out. I think there's a way you can. Okay. You're just nosy and you like to see what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't... This... I don't know. I feel super bad. It was, I was going to not so say anything, but it I'm was killing me on the inside. <laughs> I was like, ah. Because I knew she was excited. And then I tried to be like real sneaky. Yeah, and we were on the phone. I was like, like, I got you your present. And he was like, okay. And he didn't really want to know what it was. So I knew something was up. He already knew. He already knew about it. Yeah. Damn. I'm Sebastian yeah. and I are the but, same I mean, but that's not what you're getting now. <laughs> I'm the same way with Sebastian. I usually, if I get a really good gift, I really want to tell him. And I'll be like, do you want me to tell you? And he's like, I, I don't care. You can tell me. And I'm like, no, I'll wait. And then the next day, I'm like, okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I got him his Switch, I was like, I got you something really good. And he said, okay. And I was like, do you want me to tell you? Poor guy. He, like, doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, please, can I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're curious, Sebastian DM'd yeah, me a hard. picture. Um, some place sent a picture of... Um, Barack Obama, and he had the same Stan Smiths on that I do. Ooh. <laughs> so I said, that's me. It's Sebastian said, true. And then that was it. <laughs> that's funny. Well, we'll go back to, we'll throw it back to our main conversation about eighth grade right now. And we're back. Heck yeah. Let's just go straight into... Eighth grade, which is the movie of this week. <laughs> movie of the week. All right. <coughs> Let me clear my throat. <coughs> okay. Eighth grade came out in 2018. It was uh, directed and written by Bo Burnham. Principal cast is Elsie Fisher, who plays Kayla. Josh Hamilton, who plays her dad. I think his name is Mark. <laughs> yes, it's Mark. Oh, okay. That's where we can mention this because... The principal cast that's listed in IMDb is Elsie Fisher, who plays Kayla, Josh Hamilton, who plays Mark, and Emily, Emily Robinson, who plays Olivia. Which I, I had no idea. <laughs> Olivia, your name is not Olivia, so it's like, okay. No. It's, it's a the superior version of Olivia. Sure. <laughs> My name is Mark. I'm Mark Anthony. My middle name is Anthony, but I go by it. Long story. I just go by Anthony <laughs> sometimes. And Kayla... Kayla. <laughs> Kayla is Kayla. Kayla <laughs> is Kayla. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind so of funny. Fun fact of the pod. Yeah. All right. Um, eighth grade is about an introverted teenage girl trying to survive the last week of her disastrous eighth grade year before starting high school. Mm-hmm. Estimated budget was about two million dollars. Opening weekend it made about two hundred sixty thousand. Uh, you, in the U.S., it grossed about $13 million, and worldwide, it grossed about $14 million. So, indie budget with an indie uh, profit? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and as far as how it was received by critics, it got a 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, and an 89% on Metacritic. It still has a 99? Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> I've been noticing a theme because so I would this is probably a uh, surprise to nobody but I'm the one who does the like little budget and reception and stuff I, I'm the one who like inputs that yeah because the and, numbers are all rounded <laughs> <laughs> I I started to script it because numbers like, are numbers yeah. are hard 
numbers are fucking hard for me. Especially the 260,000 number. There's no way I could have done that. Um, anyways, I feel like I've noticed a trend in how Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes, and IMDb all have their ratings. IMDb is always... I haven't changed the 7 on it in a long time. It's always (laughs) 7.4, 7.2. I don't remember the last time it's been not a 7 point something. Rotten Tomatoes, I feel like, is it just goes up and down a lot. And then Metacritic usually stays within the same range, too. I feel like, personally, I... I don't know. Either my feelings on the movie either go with Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic. I feel like IMDb is just like, it's not there. I don't know why I put it now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just curious, I think. I just like to see the seven, like, ooh, is he going to get a 7.1 this time? A (laughs) (laughs) 7.5? It's very strange. All right. So I have a ton of notes. Yeah, I kind of have a lot, too. I didn't realize how many I was taking. Some of them are just words. You know, they're not even coherent. It's just All of mine are full-on sentences, and it's about two pages long. Ooh. Well, I don't know how you want to do this. We need to figure out a way to do this. Um, like- You could send me your notes, and I could just make it, like, blend it. That's what I started to do now with the fun facts, where I'll just like have the fun facts up, and then I'll start to just blend those within my notes. Okay, we should probably start doing that, but... I don't know. I kind of like when we're like, okay, how are we going to do this? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, my first note, we'll just, I'll just go straight into it, is uh, imagining... Because I've talked to you this... Uh, I've talked to this... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jesus. I've talked about this topic with you, but writing yeah. dialogue for me is super hard. And you ask me, well, do you say it out loud? Imagining Bo Burnham saying these lines out loud while he's writing it, just super funny to me. <laughs> he's like saying saying these things that an eighth grade uh, girl would say. I don't know. It's just really funny. Well, and funny, my I mean, obviously my first note is about the intro. My first thing, though, was about how this intro is basically us. I don't know if you like listen to it fully, but it's so chaotic. And it's also I, I quoted when she said, I haven't been getting a lot of views. And I feel like that's one joke that we constantly say, but like with a clenched fist, we don't have a lot of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so this intro is very us. And actually, when you speak about the whole her dialogue, I the one thing I really loved about this is when I first watched it, I was like, oh, he just let her go, right? You know, he just let he was like, okay, so how I imagined it was that he put the camera in front of her and he said, okay, so just do intro if I, uh, a YouTube video. But that's not how it happened at all. And I kind of started to structure my notes into sections. And this section is talking about the calculated performance of Elsie Fisher. So what I learned from just doing so much research before we even did this podcast um, is that she didn't add any of those ums or pauses or just weird, awkward moments. He scripted that. He scripted that very specifically. And so Bo Burnham is such a good, he does such a good job of crediting his artists. And one thing that he constantly says, if you watch interviews, is that people think she's just going like like what i thought where she's just going in there and being herself and to a certain extent she is but 
he she's doing a completely scripted performance. That's crazy. Which makes it so much more impressive. Yeah. And though I, I do have a quote where Elsie Fisher admitted that her role as Kayla as an awkward shy person was really ironic and kind of easy for her because she also feels like that person in her real life. So there is a lot of parallels, but I just want to point out that she, from what she's doing, it's a very, it's kind of like if you gave somebody, I mean, I don't want to compare it to Shakespeare, but if you gave somebody like Shakespeare and how that dialect is, this is a this is as if Bo Burnham researched how teens talk and he researched how that specific age group talks and he scripted that very calculated and so it's so impressive to think of it that way that he did a ton of research and he wasn't just like okay so I feel like she would say um here like he did it very purposely and I feel like this movie does a good job of being feeling so intentional um and one fun fact that I really love, this is the last part of the whole Elsie thing, is that on Jimmy Kimmel, um, Bo Burnham <laughs> revealed that Elsie Fisher finished the filming of this movie before she started high school. So I think right after eighth grade, she filmed this movie. Um, and when she got into high school, she didn't get the, um, she, did, she didn't get a part in her school play. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Because she has... Like something on her, on her resume, you know, like a. Well, she has a, a movie, film. but it also has an award-winning movie, and she was nominated for this movie <laughs> for a Golden Globe, <laughs> and she couldn't get a high school play. That's so funny. But yeah. I, the watching, okay. So, I used to make videos, YouTube videos. <laughs> I, I want to get back into it. I really like making them, and I have an idea that may or may not require me shaving my head uh, to do it. I, I, I really want to do it. I just don't want to buy clippers. Uh, <laughs> but I, I this is the exact same reason why... Because the videos I used to make, I never talked in them. I never... It was never a vlog. I never was like, hey, what's up, guys? You know, like that. Cause, because, because of this exact same reason. Because... I feel like I'd be like Kayla in this instance where it's just super awkward and I, I don't know. I'd hate to edit that too. I mean, I know I have an audio podcast, most of a, of an audio podcast, <laughs> but I, 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 I wouldn't like that. Well, it is, it is different though, talking on a podcast versus doing a video. I feel like I would also not care to do a video but and I think I'm one of those people that would tell you, too, like, maybe you should. Why don't you talk during your videos? And you would say that you're like, well, I don't know. I don't know what I would say. Yeah, I've, I've tried it. I really have. But I just can't. You just got to go for it. Like what Kayla says in one of her videos, you got to fake confidence until you have it. Oh, my gosh. The, that's a perfect segue to my next note is the music in this movie. So the the name of the song that plays I believe no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's so perfect because she's filming her video, then she f- finishes, and then she's getting ready for her day, and it's like the don't do 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 do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. I don't know. And it, it feels so angsty. I don't know. Yeah, of like. the moment. Like, what if it? If I was gonna make a movie about a teen, 
that's what it's not it's so digital you know her a lot, lot of her life is digital yeah anna meredith that's who uh made the score for this movie, uh, movie and it's fantastic i have this entire uh soundtrack or score in my i listen to it while i do homework because it's perfect for it truly is so then so that after we move to her like getting ready and i really love the moment or the the detail of her watching youtube videos (laughs) yeah of like trying to get ready and i used to do that i don't do that as much anymore but i have if people, I don't, we haven't put pictures of ourselves, I don't think, but if people know me, they know that I have really big curly hair and I used to always rely on videos to try to figure out what the fuck to do with my hair. Um, now I kind of just let it, let it do what it, what it wants to do, but <laughs> that's a very um, young kid thing to do, I think. Yeah. Um, and my next note is after that, and there, I think it starts at her school where she, where they have a, a an assembly. Mm-hmm. That's my next one. Um, and she gets the superlative most quiet, mm-hmm. which is such a shitty superlative. Yeah. Also, a fun note about superlatives and the shitty ones <laughs> is I I don't know if you won any superlatives, Anthony. I didn't. We didn't do any in middle school, or no. if we did, I didn't know about it. But mm-hmm. we did some in high school, and I won a superlative in high school. I don't know if you won one. <laughs> I won two. Oh. Well, what were the two that you won? I won Best Bromance <laughs> with me. It was me and David uh, last episode. We talked about Spider-Man with him if you want to listen to that. Quick little plug. Me and David won Best Bromance. And then I won, for some reason, Kayla loves making... Kayla, my girlfriend, loves making fun of me for this. But I won Best... Uh, not Best. I guess it is Best. Best Heartbreaker? Or, no, 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 biggest heartthrob or something like that. Did you really? <laughs> I'm not even messing with you. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> I didn't even vote for it. I hate that. I How did I? Did I know this? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I fucking hate that so much. I'm, just I, the I, ego I, that that gives you, probably. anyways well i i didn't win that let the people speak for me (laughs) you were like this feels right and this is this is just where are you going i was getting my laptop charger it's good (laughs) it is just (laughs) so i won um well i it's not a it's not a shitty superlative but (laughs) i have an explanation for that so i won cutest couple and I won it with my current boyfriend now, Sebastian. <clears throat> but I think it was dad who said, or some mom or dad, where when I told them that I won it, or I mentioned it one time, and my mom was like, oh, you, so you didn't win one by yourself? You had to, like, be a couple? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I, like, never thought of it that way. And I was like, well, now I don't feel great. <laughs> and we also won, I guess they had some during prom, too, which, like, why... And we won cutest couple, and they made us go on stage, and everybody was shouting for us to kiss. God. And Sebastian, and I remember this so clearly, <laughs> poor Sebastian, where he looked at me and he was like, "Do you want to?" And I said, "No." And we walked off stage. Uh, cutest couple. That's literally what it was, and people were like, "Kiss, kiss, kiss," and we just walked off stage. <laughs> That's so. 
We're gonna. That has to be in a movie if we make it. <laughs> that has to be. <laughs> Add that to the bank. <laughs> but yeah, so superlatives. I cannot believe you won that biggest heartbreaker. <laughs> I have to use that in something. Uh, we could do a lot with with the post for this. I was gonna say we could post eighth grade pictures of ourselves. I have, I definitely have a picture, eighth grade picture of myself. I could find one. If you want to do that, we could also do as our superlative pictures. <laughs> oh, but you would have to. Um, I, I don't do know if there's enough room for one post. I don't know. I just have too many. Well, I you have the yearbook, so you would have to take it for me. Oh wait, no, no, I have my yearbook. I'll figure it out. We can do superlatives because I don't. I don't know what I looked like in eighth grade, so I couldn't pick a picture. Okay. We'll see. Maybe I think I have one on Facebook, probably. But we'll see. Stay tuned as to what we pick. Maybe we'll do both. Yeah, go to our Instagram and find out. At Brothers. <laughs> Alright. Um, and during this whole thing, a really sad realization that I made as soon as... Um, oh, actually, we missed a... Was the scene of them in the classroom where that kid's jacking off, did we miss that? Yeah, that was you kind, of, you kind of skipped it. That was okay. before. That was like a little montage of her going through her day. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because they have a video, and I was like, kids nowadays like they made new videos, they made new uh, puberty videos. I was like, no, those videos were always super old for. Oh, because she said it's going to be lit. Yeah. Like that, right? Oh, okay. I did have a note about this because the hair down there, <laughs> it's gonna be lit. That was this. That was the realization, the really sad realization that I made, or that I came to when I was watching this, is that I'm the adults in this movie. All the cringy adults that dab, <laughs> that say lit, that are trying so hard to like be in the know, and then they're like ten years late. That's me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Especially when I started to be like, like when I started to sympathize with the dad more than the daughter. <laughs> that's when i knew i was yeah. like oh it's over for me <laughs> officially old <clears throat> all right uh my next note is about it's actually about music too and if you want to go back we can but i had specific music moments within this like after they get their time capsules and she's looking at it and they call out the superlatives i think one of them is best eyes or something and it's that guy <laughs> i really love in the music in this moment because rather than it being like a love song it's a really intense edm music (laughs) i loved that because it perfectly captures how how i remember feeling when i saw like a guy that i had a crush on in middle school or even like early high school it feels that intense when you see them And it's and so, so funny because he's, he's just wearing a Golden State Warriors jersey. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's so his personality. That kid is fucking hilarious. And then <laughs> I, so the, my last note about music is that after the whole time capsule part and they shift, or they have another like montage, or not a montage, but they have a scene of her band. <laughs> and I 
even the shitty band music was perfect. And as somebody who went to so many middle school band concerts because you and Homer decided to be in band, I it was perfect. That was exactly how it was. And Homer was the person in the back doing the triangle. Listen, I was in I was in band and my my middle school band was not that bad. Okay, but it's not amazing. No, it I have a recording of our my eighth grade uh music. And you know what? That's how we're gonna end the episode. Instead of our <laughs> film reel stuff, I'm gonna put that because I have one of our things we I have a because I was in percussion, I had a drum solo. From the drum solo to the end of the song, I'm gonna put that in. That's gonna be the oh end. Oh my god. Okay. It's gonna be perfect. You're gonna hear. It was actually pretty good. We won. We won awards, okay? Actually, y'all's was actually pretty good. Homer's was not that great. No, no. And he was like Kayla, where she was just standing in the back waiting for her one. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most... yeah. Yeah, then she, uh, then school's over, and then, uh, the, a weird lady calls her from oh, her, over to her car. <laughs> yeah, over to her car, and then they have a conversation, um, where the mom is essentially, I think her, the, the kid's name is Kennedy, so Kennedy's mom is inviting, uh, Elsie to her kid's party. Yeah. And then she's like, "Well, are you gonna do it over Facebook?" And that was that was where I was like, "Whoa, I feel a little, I feel a little older." Because obviously now Facebook is old, but in eighth grade, Facebook was everything. Facebook was the thing. It's weird to see them. She's like, "No one uses Facebook." <laughs> well, so and we- actually, I have a good fun fact for that because um, this points to one of the reasons why uh, Bo Burnham is such a great director is how he listened to his actors because um, at a screening. He said that he intended for the characters to all communicate communicate with each other through Facebook because I think he felt the same way you did where he's like, oh, it's Facebook. But when Elsie Fisher saw the script, she told him no one uses Facebook anymore. (laughs) And so he made that a line in the movie um, and then he had them use Instagram and Snapchat instead. Perfect. Good researcher. Thank you. But yeah. And then, and then the dinner scene. Oh, oh but God. before we get to that, I do want to talk about the time capsule a little bit because oh. I wanted to know what you would be in yours. Yeah, a little bit before that, I forgot. I just deleted oh, it. Yeah. But I had a note. Uh, that's one of the things A twenty four is selling on their auction thing. Yeah, I don't know if you, if you follow me, you already know that I'm. There's many a things that I want from that. I really want that Furby from Uncut Gems. That'd be so cool, but I guarantee it's going to be like thousands of dollars. If somebody wants to donate, I really want the hereditary. And I told you too during the episode, I want one of those hereditary mats. And right now it's only 7,000 is the highest bid. So if somebody wants to help me. 7,000. If they could donate, they just might as well get it themselves. Um. I'll go half of a half. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're not good with number, but that's a fourth. (laughs) That's not that good. (laughs) Uh, My time capsule. My time capsule. So this is like sixth grade time capsule for me. 
Yeah. Sixth grade time capsule. Well, I'd pro it'd probably. What do you want to do? What you would put in, or do you want to do a time capsule now? Oh. Like now for yourself, and like what's important to you now that you want to keep for yourself for what did they do two years? So in two years from now. Yeah, let's do now because I feel like. I have no idea what I would do for yeah. middle school. I I feel like I'd put a, a flash drive, like I, cause I, I'd, I'd put some footage on there, just like this is everything that I'm experiencing. Cause it, a time capsule, you can't obviously put everything. It's very yeah. select stuff, but with a a thumb drive, you'd be able to put a lot more. So I feel like that's a good choice. I feel like it puts some. Uh... You also have like a million flash drives. You have so many. Yeah, that's true. It'd be hard to pick. I'd probably put a book, a book that I want to reread. Uh, she had like, like some autograph stuff. She had a playbill. Yeah, a playbill thing. I don't know if I'd put anything like that. I'd honestly probably put money. I'd probably put all the money <laughs> that I have saved. You're gonna need this. Yeah. And then uh, maybe like a first aid kit. You never know. You? Um. I would put a mask. Mom <laughs> sent me a mask that she made, so I'd put one of those. Um, just so I can remember this time. Um, I would put something of Ari's, maybe. Oh, I have... He goes through a lot of... Um, <laughs> I was going to say a lanyard collar. <laughs> <laughs> he goes through a lot of collars because he scratches them. Because he'll, like, scratch himself, but then he'll scratch them. Um, so I'd probably put one of his collars... Um, and then looking around, maybe I would put, Ooh, maybe I would put like a tattoo idea. Cause I get, I get a lot of tattoos and my, what I've been wanting to do for this year, but the whole coronavirus kind of fucked it up is I wanted to get one each month mm -hmm. and I had been doing that until March, but I think I would like write down a tattoo idea or maybe have somebody draw it. And then I would put it in the time capsule and then after the two years I would get that tattoo. That's a cool idea. <laughs> Way better than money, but money's not bad. I have I have been I took a lot of cash out because I was gonna get a tattoo like the week everything happened, so I took cash out, but instead I put in this little piggy bank. So I could put that to pay for the tattoo. There you go. There you go. Let us know what you would put Ooh. in your time capsule. Maybe we should... I'll do that tomorrow. Maybe we should... You know, it'd be cool if we made a time capsule. Like, we took everyone's... I don't know, like, if someone wrote something that they want... Will I give it back to them? <laughs> I don't want to be responsible, responsible for that. <laughs> I don't know, that'd <laughs> be cool. Of that. <laughs> That's also kind of weird. Like, we're... <laughs> we're handling your time capsule. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, maybe... Maybe here we'll do this. We'll have an audio time capsule for us right now. So if you're listening to this, because no one's, some we might be big in two years. We also might not be exist with, <laughs> exist with this. So, what do you want to say two year two years from now, Ooh. self? Um, I want to say that right. Ooh, this is gonna get serious well not serious but right now 
I feel like I've been really good, especially because of the situation, I've been really good at kind of putting my life into its bare bones and saying what is making you happy because you can't go to work, because you can't go and be with friends, because you can't, you know, do all these things. What is it that is making you happy? And it is being able to, like, have the friends I do, have the family that I have, be able to support myself. And even though I have, I always call it a shitty little apartment, it's still my shitty little apartment. Like, be happy with that and not have your happiness contingent on what other people's idea of success is because that can fade. So I want to, I think that's what it is. Just like be happy with how your life is and look at the things that still make you happy. You know, like hang on to that whole idea of being able to support yourself. And even though you're not, you know, a a director or what, like, even if this podcast isn't, you know, pulling in a thousand people every episode um still be happy that you're creating things you know what i mean like take everything at its bare like put it to its bare bones and be happy with what it's giving you rather than yeah that's good yeah that's a good 2022 i will because i'm a a rising junior in college whoa Uh, i'll be graduated Two years from now, I will be done. Hopefully, that's the that's the that's the plan. <laughs> so I guess that uh, two years in the future, Anthony. Uh, good job for doing college. Uh, that's not an easy task. Not everyone does it. Sure. Go make some money. That's all I gotta say. Go make some money. <laughs> wow, mine was heartfelt, and yours was get the money. I mean, <laughs> do what you want to do. I mean, I, I talked about this is a good little plug for uh, our our friend Emmanuel. He started his own podcast, Evergreen Radio. Uh, I was the first guest, and we kind of talked about how talked about my degree and how film is kind of my end goal, but computer science is my my way to get there. You side bitch. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> uh, don't forget. To, to make videos don't forget to to be creative don't forget why you're on the path you're on yeah exactly don't get lost in in the sauce in the in the sauce yeah <laughs> that's good yeah i was a, i was a little i didn't know i was gonna do that but that's that's a little that was, that was nice fun. though yeah it's yeah. fun a little time capsule we'll never listen to it again no I, I save every episode, even if we get rid of the RSS feed. I have every episode on a on a oh, hard drive, so no no matter what, we'll have it. I think we'll still do it though. You, you never know. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, um, my next note is kind of it's not really sequential. It's just like throughout the whole movie, and I think you'll appreciate this too. And I you probably wrote this down, but I know our collective pet peeve in movies is when the screens are unrealistic. Mm. And so I loved how, and I think Bob Burnham talks about it. So if you like just find any interview, he'll talk about it, but he um, made a decision to have every screen actually, you know, there instead of putting it in post, which I think helped the movie out a lot, especially the scenes where she's scrolling through Instagram and 
and the like the profiles look realistic it's not like it isn't obvious that they took the picture on the day you know yeah the the videos that she's looking through the uh when she's at dinner with her dad which i hate (laughs) when when kids are so mean to their when their parents like uh, i cannot imagine talking to dad like that ever I don't think we'd be here if we did. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I really that's a that's something I didn't even notice and that's good that all the screens are how they should be in every movie. Yes. And the light on their face, oh, I love it. Love it so much. But yeah, and then my next note is about the pool party. I don't know if you want to talk about anything before that. Uh yeah, that's my next note too. Is okay. I, I really love how the her video that she's making is <gasps> narrating. Yeah, yes. of her going to that party. I felt so sad, but when she was talking about herself, or you could probably explain it a lot better than me. Okay, <laughs> because I'm like, I fucking love this scene. This is uh, I like other scenes too, but this is one of my favorite scenes. Um, because how Anthony was saying, it's it's. It's a voiceover of her video that she's recording right before she goes to the party. And she's basically projecting what she wants to happen. Where she tells a story about how her dad made her invite somebody that she didn't want to invite. But then she ended up being really cool and everybody liked her. But we all know that she's she's the person that nobody, like, that didn't want, that the girl didn't want to invite. And so it's so fucking heartbreaking and sad that she is projecting because they're showing that she made this before she goes to the party so she's basically trying to put out what she really wants to happen oh and this movie is so geniusly made yeah and and so that's earlier i said that that that's the name of the song this is where i'm this is what i was talking about the name of the song is how to be confident oh and that's the name of her video is Hi guys, I'm gonna tell you how to be confident, and that's the that's the name of it. And it's it's my favorite. It's my favorite song off Good. of off of this movie. It's just it's it's uh the triplet like da 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 da. It yeah. it feels like you'd get real tired of it because it's just super re- repetitive, and that's the kind of style uh, uh minimalistic music. I mean, I talked about this before, yeah. where it's just. <laughs> very repetitive but it slowly adds on more just more layers to it i don't know why i love that that kind of music also a pool party i mean i don't as somebody that's a heartthrob i don't know if you felt this before (laughs) but i can't imagine going to a fucking pool party in middle school you would not catch me at a fucking pool party i was was only a heartthrob in high school not in middle (laughs) school okay no, I would never. You're pasty, skinny ass. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, I, I could not imagine. I, I just that like that whole scene. I my note <laughs> is that Kayla is braver than any fucking Avenger because walking out on a bait like walking out in a bathing suit in a one piece bathing suit as a middle schooler. You Forget cannot about tell me. That Captain America was braver than that. <laughs> She's bold. Bold and like, I don't, and that's the thing that I love about this movie is that we all, like, you know, we're kind of in this perspective of the dad. 
where this is jumping ahead and I won't go too in depth because I want to like do it sequentially, but like he's he's telling her how amazing she is. And I feel that like when I'm watching this movie, I'm like, I can't believe she would do that. She is amazing. And so it's he does such a brilliant job of like showing us that but not being too overt about it. And to that point, whenever she gets to that, when she tells has a conversation with her dad, we also want to like scream at the the TV where we're like, you you went to a pool party. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't buy she could have bought that girl some makeup or, you know, something she knew she would like, but she bought her something that she loved and she wanted to share it with her, which is such a pure thing. And like the dad says, he she's so kind just because she wants to be kind. Oh, sorry. I could talk about this scene for so long. She is amazing in this movie. And the just the whole, like, the way he structured this scene is perfect. Yeah. Even the 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 chip bag in the in the pool. <laughs> the wet Doritos. Oh, my gosh. Nothing makes me more disgusted than soggy Cheeto or Dorito oh. fingers. <laughs> I know. And then, when, especially when we would go on base and go to the pool and we and would we bring snacks. snacks. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> and I would see Homer eating Cheetos and he's his with his wet hands. <laughs> He'd dive straight into the pool or whatever. Oh. That brought back flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, so we're now we're at the pool party and then they kind of my next note is after they move into um the house and they're doing karaoke and she sees that kid again. <laughs> the interaction is very funny. Yeah, and then and she. Phone. <laughs> oh yeah, I charge my phone too. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the battery dies, you know. Oh, also, <laughs> when she's telling her dad to pick her up, and he she's lying to him. <laughs> no, I'm not <God>. whispering. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, and then the line delivery of him of the kid telling her like, "Oh, everybody's in the other room," and she's like, "Oh, that's where everybody is." <laughs> so perfect and then she she sings karaoke which another like are are you fucking kidding me (laughs) who can sing in front of people oh my god and then there's another voiceover after that too where she makes another video after the whole party and I think she feels a lot better because she you know she sang and she did um this whole big number and we don't hear the singing but you can like imagine how fucking scary that is That's and one of the how to be confident parentheses again plays and that's again. that's another oh. that's another and i have a note what uh, like one thing that she said where she said confidence is a choice yeah and i think that plays right when she's like walking and she takes she take has the choice to take the mic and I just yeah. how kids are so fucking smart where she's making all these connections and she's, you know, she's doing all these things that are so fucking smart. Oh, God, I love her. <laughs> the only thing that isn't smart is Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> That's another thing, though, that um, was added by Elsie. Really? Yeah, she started to say it all the time. And so I think Bo Burnham told her, like, okay, keep doing it. And he said that she would do it, like, she would do it so much. And it just became the vernacular on set that even, like, the crew would start to say it. They would be like, is this setup Gucci? (laughs) Is Gucci for you? Um, And I want to take a little aside. This is 
before I don't know when I wrote this, but um, I want to talk about how the decision to make this movie about a young girl, because as we we keep talking about Bo Burnham, um, I don't know if you can tell from the name, but he is not a young girl. <laughs> um, he's a grown man. <laughs> but um, that's one thing that a lot of people kind of to a fault, they kind of hung on this like fact that it's a man writing about a, a young girl. Um but I think he handled it so perfectly because one of the things I would hear all the time when people asked this of him was that he deliberately made that choice. And because he first, he didn't want people to compare it to him because he started to make YouTube videos super young, too. And so he didn't want people to think he was just making the movie directly about himself. But also because, like I said before, he did research on, you know, teens now. And he said that when he would watch vlogs, um, of boys that they would talk about video games <laughs> and when he watched vlogs of girls they would talk about their souls so it was a very different like <laughs> like it, it felt like very natural for him to write about a young girl just because of how they tend to act yeah. um, and I also I mean Anthony I think you've been like on a journey of writing more but I wanted to ask this of you because I have started to realize once I watch this movie is that I kind of sympathize with that because for some reason I typically write from the perspective of men and I don't know why I... <laughs> and it's not like 90% it's usually like 50-60 but I don't know why but like most of the I usually write from not like when somebody's like oh I like inside the person's head i'll write like from an outside perspective but it's usually skewed more towards a male voice for some reason i mean i haven't done a whole lot of writing i've maybe roten roten (laughs) (laughs) i need to take a i need to take a pause after that i don't even know what what i was even trying to say i haven't written a lot of scripts uh or a lot of scenes uh because i write scenes just ideas and for the most part i i from what i remember i think they're majority male male characters so there's something i need to unpack i think <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> i don't think i don't think i make a conscious uh decision i'm just well me neither yeah this person i, I don't i don't know yeah i don't either and i, I mean i've told you how like I hate the word process, but how my process is. And it isn't really conscious, but I don't know. I I feel like there's something I do need to unpack about why I do that. I do, I have noticed that, like, stereotypically, because gender, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get into this, but gender is fluid. So, like, but stereotypically, I fall more into how, like, how men act. So maybe that's why. Like, I'm not really as emotional. And so I think it's easier for my brain to be like, okay, if this character is not as emotional, then it should be a man. <laughs> so I, that's something that I need to, like, reconcile within my brain. But I think that's really interesting that he deliberately chose that. And so maybe yeah. I just need to be like, this character is a girl and she doesn't act like a stereotypical girl. But, like, women are complex and they can be whoever they want. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. But yeah. All right. Um. And then my next scene is about after, I don't know when this is, but she's like 
practicing talking to people and just saying, hey, my name's Kayla. And she just like does it all the time. And I put that the adult equivalent of that is talking or of practicing talking to people is reading your emails out loud multiple times before you send them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I do that constantly. (laughs) Um, My next note is about the active uh, shooter drill. Yeah, yeah, that was my next note too. Why did they have to dress up like that for the drill? It's just a drill. <laughs> also, when she's talking to that kid and it pans over to her and she has a bullet hole in her head. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And I also love I don't know if this is a statement. I'm assuming it is, but that they're setting up this whole drill and it's just like all it is all it is doing is setting up her having a conversation with that guy. They don't linger on it. And I like how he did that because it's it is very much a thing that kids just have to deal with. And it's not really I remember having those and they're like not. I mean, they make it serious, I guess. But like, it's just kind of like if there's a shooter, then like, don't die. (laughs) Pretend that you're dead is what some people tell you. (laughs) And so I like that he brought that and made it really mundane. Bang, bang. Props to the to the theater club or whatever. <laughs> they would do that, the theater club. Yeah. I skip a lot after this. I don't know if you have any notes, but my, my next one's about the banana scene. Yeah, that's my next note, too. <laughs> I just said that it's amazing and that her, at the end, throwing it at him is the highest form of comedy. <laughs> I don't remember laughing that like that hard at anything else. I, re- I really liked that he had... Uh, written down that she didn't like bananas <laughs> just a good dad right there oh he's so nice i Notes love it he's like, kids and he remembered exactly what she said yeah yeah <laughs> i remember you getting angry at me yeah that, i really like that detail so good um yeah. go my next note was a little i don't know how to feel about it so <laughs> So, when, after that banana scene, he comes and checks on, on her. And the way the, the, the format is, he just pokes his head in. And the door, the, the shot is, is, you can see the door, but you can also see a little bit of the wall next to the door. And there's a calendar there, and it says June 2017, making her a junior in 2020. So she's the same age as Homer, our brother. Oh. And it made me think, possible sequel in 2021, named 12th grade? <laughs> I would love to see that. I I would too. I don't know. I You know how I feel about sequels. Yeah. I don't uh, think that's why it deserves one. Maybe that, but... I mean, I like it would be idea. interesting. I would want him to do it from somebody else's perspective, though. Okay, yeah. I mean, it, may, it would make sense, though, if you're going to do that time jump to keep it with her. Because but what she, would that story be, though? I don't know. It's a, it, it sets it up because we don't see her making that video of that she put in her time capsule when she was in sixth grade. We only saw her in eighth grade. But we saw her make the video for herself when she's in twelfth grade. I don't know. I think it'd be really interesting. I don't think it'll happen, but it, I just a little thing that I noticed. I was like, "Wait, 2017? 
and then it all added up. I think he would do it well, but I think because because there's a lot of parallels between this movie and his and Bo Burnham's like career and what happened in his career that I feel like maybe it would be a good if he finds the story to be like, okay, now I feel more now that I made this film, I feel a little bit more established, but I still don't know what I'm doing. So maybe that still would be an interesting perspective, but I I would just hate for him to force it, you know, and I'm also just a one and done person, but I wouldn't hate it. I mean, I still will watch it. So. Well, after that, I had a note about the shadow thing that they do. Um, because I did a shadow like this before. Really? I don't remember my shadowy. <laughs> but yeah, I've done it a couple of times. Like Olivia. <laughs> oh, you were the person? I think I did it both. So I was a person that was shadowing somebody in high school. And then... Um, once I was like a junior or something, then I had somebody shadow me. So I did both. Oh, I never done that. Oh, it was interesting. It was like kind of the same where I didn't invite them to the mall, <laughs> but <laughs> they had like they went to one class and they had lunch with me. I think I don't remember, but it was it was interesting. I don't remember anything from it. <laughs> But it brought back that memory of doing that. Yeah. Um, okay, my next note is after that. So after she has a great day with Olivia. Um, and she just is so happy. And then she gets home and she is contemplating calling her. <laughs> and she's so nervous. And I think she's like practicing again saying hi. And I don't know if it's just because I, I've watched this so many times that I care about this character so much. But I was so happy when she got invited to the mall and she like threw down her phone because she was so excited yeah that is such for a teen girl that's such a huge win yeah especially by 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 someone who she sees is potentially being her best friend oh yeah and like somebody that is like she thinks is cooler than her yeah to like throw her a bone like that you know and to be like yeah you should come up but not when i was kind of expecting her i don't i don't know why i think it's just like the the trope of like girls not being nice to each other that i'm so used to seeing but i was expecting her to like not show up or make fun you know like i was expecting her not to be as cool as she actually was but she was non-problematic queen the entire way through and i loved it and I also love the drive there, how she was still really shitty to her dad. Oh, man, it was even worse. <laughs> but it was also really funny because she and he is so patient. I fucking love him. And she told him, don't look weird. Or she said, don't look weird and sad, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he was just driving. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I love that. Can you that downstairs? No. Oh, just a little. Uh, I can hear how to be confident again downstairs i think mom and dad are watching it (laughs) ah so good supportive parents see that's why you don't yell at your parents yeah they'll listen to your podcast i love that they watch every movie (laughs) you know what you know what to do (laughs) next episode you should pick joshi okay i don't even know if we've talked about that yet 
Sorry, I was yawning. That's uh, we talked about it. The first with, one uh, with Kayla, my girlfriend Kayla. Well, either way, Josh is great. Um, okay, and then my next note is about the other car scene. So I don't know if you have any notes about the mall. Uh, the, the my last note is about the car scene. I hate this part of the movie. Okay, same. But okay, what do you want to say about it? I just. I don't get why why he was doing this. I mean, I get why, but I just uh, it just made me feel so gross watching him be like, oh, is, it, "Is it is it okay? Is it weird if I take my shirt off?" I just I hated that. I hate him. Yeah, and so <clears throat> there's a lot of so I I hate this scene, but I also like love it. <laughs> you know, I love the way that it was made yeah. because I feel like. It perfectly creates that uneasy feeling that I'm sure like ton of women have had before. Yeah. And then a part of you wants to think, well, why you you can leave? He it's not like he locked the car, you know. Like there's all these moments. He's not he's not in the driver's seat anymore, so you could just like leave and not be harmed. But that's when you're in that situation. All you think of doing or all you can do is exactly what she did. Just, like, look at the floor, try to keep it, you know, try to keep yourself collected. And it's just, it's really hard to, like, (coughs) watch that manifested in a way. Yeah, Um, dude, she's in eighth grade. And just the way she keeps apologizing and the way that he makes her feel like it's her who made it weird when he's, like... Well, you don't you think I'm uncomfortable? And like, dude, you you dared yourself to take your shirt off. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's and I, I really so this this is gonna sound weird, but I like that not like that this is a scene where quote unquote nothing happened. Like he doesn't really touch her. I mean he like kind of touches her, I think, but he like is trying to get her to, you know, take off her shirt. But I, I like that they that he included a scene like this because it shows you that harassment or like harassment how we see it in a lot of media or how we hear about it is not how it actually happens most of the time like this is she was harassed she was sexually harassed and it's and the way that it makes you feel uncomfortable really shows you how damaging that even though it's not like 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 i said even though he didn't touch her he didn't like say anything super vulgar. It still is so damaging to a person. Yeah. Especially after, like, especially the scenes after where she's really checked out, where she first like runs up to her room and she's like having kind of a meltdown, I think a panic attack maybe. And then she's kind of checked out at school. She's not really, she has that moment where she says she doesn't want to do videos anymore. And so she puts out a video saying that and how all of that stemmed from something that, if she were to tell somebody this, like, can you imagine a young girl telling, like, an adult saying, like, this happened, and you know their first question, well, did he touch you? Did you take off your shirt? Yeah. Why were you in a car alone? You know, like, you can see those those, those uh, sequences of events happening, and it's so fucking, like, sad to look back at that scene and be like, yeah, but, like, sure, all those things that you think could be the most damaging part didn't happen, but, like, she... It fucked her up. Yeah, it really did. But yeah, I just... I love that he made it... 
that way because it really shows the power of something that seems small and how big of an impact and like of a a domino effect it takes on people especially at that age too oh yeah and like man she's gonna and he was like trying to tell her to well i was trying to help you because all these people all these guys are going to do stuff and you're not gonna fucking know and like he never in the equation he never put like he never told her oh but like you can say no he made it seem like it was inevitable and it was going to happen to her and that's what men like that think is that this is going to happen to you so like might as well let it be by me and it was just so fucking disgusting like he was doing her a favor or something yeah and like and i'm so that's why i'm so glad that a lot of people will see this movie and that he put it in the movie because they'll be able to see if they ever hear that something like that happened again or like if somebody if a young girl saw this with her parents and told her parents something like this happened to me then you can like that's the the powerful that's something powerful about movies that they can do is they can put you in that situation and give you perspective on what other people have experienced for sure but yeah and going back huh good scene Oh yeah, perfectly like a terrible scene. Oh, I hated that kid so much. His fucking snapback. I hated him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I also loved her video after the fact. It was really sad, and also her description of anxiety is so perfect. Where she says that sometimes she's nervous and she won't even be doing anything, and she still feels nervous. And it's like how before you're going on a roller coaster, like it's so good. I, I love how smart he lets his characters be, even though they're young. Yeah. Because kids are fucking smart. I mean, the I mean, Homer. I was gonna say Homer, but like, he's not at middle school age, but he he's the youngest of us all. So that's why I'm bringing him up. But he he is like so fucking smart. You know, like people don't give kids like that credit. Yeah, he's definitely. If not the smartest of us. He's definitely uh Yeah. I always say that he's like my IT person. <laughs> Every yeah. time I go home, I'm like, okay, I need you to connect this to the TV. Can you please do it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, my next note is about the fire scene. Do you have fire. you don't have any notes anymore? No, I do not. Okay. All right. Well, well every time (laughs) i watch this movie i always think like i I don't really get emotional during movies as much but this scene always makes me cry every single time i watch it it makes me cry um i i just feel it so deeply and i feel like a lot of people do too um but especially i just i think i just wrote a bunch of quotes down but when she says when she asks the dad are you sad because you have a daughter like or because I'm your daughter and he's like what <laughs> and she says I feel like if I had a daughter and I feel like if she was like me then being her mom would make me sad all the time oh my god <laughs> that hits bro and then but the thing that gets me though is not even just that but when the dad is trying to make her feel better yeah. and I wrote a couple of quotes where he says, it's so easy to love you. It's so easy to be proud of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
It is. Um, And then the last quote I put of his is, all the things I thought I was going to have to teach you, you just start doing that on your own. Yeah. And that's also when, when they reveal that the mom left. They didn't really say exactly why or what happened but um it puts a lot of perspective because <laughs> i love that they put this at the end because like we've been making fun of kind of is she's so shitty to her dad um but that shows like why he first of all why is she shitty and also why he doesn't really say anything because i think he because with with a teenage girl you have to be really fragile because not because they're fragile, but just teenagers in general, because it is such a weird fucking time. And they're they're discovering so much about themselves. And they also like, at least I think I'm just projecting. So I'll just talk about me. But like, I, I, I was so fragile at that age because I was so like, I just didn't know who I was. And so every statement made towards me was like a defining thing about me, you know? So it was like, I don't know that that was such a weird time in my life and I feel like I felt a lot of the things that she did and you don't and she she like and another good example is she's talking about anxiety but she never really says it and puts a name to it like that I think she says she feels anxious but she never says I have anxiety and so her feeling like she's sad she just doesn't know what she doesn't have a name for it, you know? So when you're first experiencing those things and nobody's talking about it, you think you're the only one. But yeah. I love the scene. Yeah, what else to say? <laughs> oh, and I like, too, when she's, like, burning the time capsule and he's like well what's what's that and she's like or he said what's in there and she said oh, just my hopes and dreams my hopes and dreams <laughs> he said oh yeah i like okay. how the dad he this was the this was his time to shine like, yeah he he didn't have a whole lot going for him as far as being being there for her because she didn't let him and this was really where he was able to say hey and like give her everything that he, because I think he could he could obviously tell because she was feeling down, saying that her, her hopes and dreams were burned. But it was a perfect <laughs> it was perfect for him to 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 say what he what he perfectly said at that moment. Well, and also she let him. She was like in yeah. a space where she could, because he tried to say at the beginning. He tried to tell her you're so cool at the beginning, and she just was <laughs> not having it. And so I think that's another thing with teens is you just they you have to wait for them yeah yeah Um, i don't know and after that moment i wrote a note about why i love this movie so much and i feel like now the theme with movies that i really love is that i know a movie is special when after i watch it i feel grateful that somebody made it so, yeah. like, for this movie, I feel so much gratitude for Bo Burnham that he made this movie and that he gave it to us. Because I feel like I learned so much. And like I said before, like, so many things, like that car scene, the fire scene, there's so many things that he gives us that I'm, like, I, I, I just felt like I learned so much about myself through the process of watching this movie. And you don't really get that a lot. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> and then I have to have a couple more notes. <clears throat> um 
the one so after that i think her dad gives her like a really big boost in her morale because um, when she's having her graduation (laughs) she like runs up to the girl from the pool party that has a pool party and she's like basically telling her like having a big moment saying like i i'm trying to be nice to you i don't know why you hate me and that game is really (laughs) fun and i love that even in her big moment she still makes absolutely no eye contact she's looking straight at the ground she doesn't look at her once (laughs) because i that shows you that like Bo is so good at keeping characters consistent because i think it would have i would have hated if she was like like in other teen movies where they're like all of a sudden a different person just because like overnight you know like she still is maintaining that awkwardness even though she's still like having a really big like fuck you moment yeah and then my last couple notes and we can just go in because my king gabe he's so funny i fucking love him i this is there's a lot of memorable moments that i remember in theaters like one from hereditary was obviously the car scene but i think this is the next one because i when i first watched this i my face hurt because I could not stop smiling. Yeah. It was so it was the perfect ending to this movie. Like for one, he's an amazing host. He has, t- he has so many dips and they're all perfectly aligned. And I'm pretty sure they're Roy, Roy G. Biv, the whole like, <laughs> I need to look that up. But, um, and he tells her he, if she wants, to heat it up because she didn't know when she was coming and then if she wants another sauce he loves them all equally i love him and then the certificate oh my gosh (laughs) that's kind of that's kind of one of my pet peeves because she kind of does that when she's talking to that one kid with the eyes she's like oh Oh, like she's like priming him like please ask me about this or please notice <laughs> this about me. They I don't do know if kids do that though. They do. And it, it bothers me. I don't I don't know if Gabe did this. If he wanted her to see that he's like, ah, oh, it's whatever. Five, <laughs> five bullseyes in one day. It's, it's stupid. I don't have to tell her. He's like, Oh, it's stupid. And she says, she says, no, I think it's really cool. And he's like, well, I think it's really stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where did Bo Burnham find this kid? I fucking love him. And then I also put, I mean, I don't know what they're, if, you know, they're like into each other, but she better fucking marry him. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just, I, my last, very last note is that that scene makes me very happy. And this movie is fucking perfect. There, There's absolutely nothing I would change about this movie. It's fucking perfect. It's a quick hour 32. Oh my God. Perfect timing. I just, there's, it's. I forgot. I'm so glad that you made us watch this because I totally forgot how much I love this movie. This, I don't know why I didn't ride or die for this movie like I did for Parasite, but if I could go back in time, I would. Good movie. Such a good movie. I'd probably go with Rotten Tomatoes, 99. Oh, same. Yeah, yeah. All right, do you have anything else before fun facts and before we go back to our last part of the interview? No, yeah, let's just cut it straight to to Kayla and her thoughts on on 8th grade. So, here's that. And we're back with Kayla. So, 
because the characters I didn't realize this when I picked the movie, the main character's name <laughs> is Kayla as well. Spelled differently. Uh we'll we'll call Kayla eighth grade Kayla. We'll call her by her the actress's name Elsie from now on. So Kayla. Tell us what you thought about eighth grade. <laughs> um, I mean, other than hearing my name a bunch and thinking somebody was calling me in my house, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Um, like I was saying, uh, I knew it was a good movie because it made me so uncomfortable throughout the entire movie. I, I don't think there was ever a moment where I was just like at peace just watching a movie. <laughs> I was just like triggered throughout the whole thing. One thing that I saw in an interview with uh, Bo Burnham and Elsie Fisher is that Elsie said this movie, in this movie, they weaponized cringe, which I thought was a really good <laughs> explanation yeah. for it. Yeah. Super cringy, but very good. Yeah. Do you remember eighth grade, Kayla? How was eighth grade for you? Um, from what I can remember... I didn't make the volleyball team. <laughs> it was horrible. It was horrible. No, it wasn't like horrible. I mean, I think she had a worse experience than I did. She didn't really have any friends. I had like, I had a few. Um, I don't know, nothing like memorable. My principal used to ride in like motorcycles into our gyms during assemblies. And if you were, like, a special student, he would put you on the back and you would ride in with him. That was weird. Yeah. Uh, See, yeah, that, that that's something, if you put that in a movie, I'd be like, this is not realistic. Every, yeah, everybody <laughs> hated it. Nobody liked it but him. Oh, and by the way, my principal was... who was also the principal of Jekka, so... Yeah, I wasn't that... going to say his... I wasn't going to say his name. <laughs> oh... We My principal have... was a former. Bleep it out! Okay. Bleep it out! <laughs> we we might have to cut that, but I was gonna say I... your principal for middle school was mine in high school, and he did the same thing, and it was just as not impressive. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was I don't know. He didn't. He didn't do the whole. Like, you can sit on the back because I think that would be really weird for just a eighteen-year-old <laughs> student to just sit on the back of his motorcycle riding it in. <laughs> Mm-hmm. oh something else i remember about him i saw him like a couple years ago when i was like a junior in high school and he was like well, he knows my dad and my dad's a principal too at high school though and he told me he was like yeah if you ever want to play a prank on your dad you can just ditch class and come to my office again and i was like okay and then i walked away and i i think he thought i was still in middle school I think, like, I really think that. <laughs> I don't know. It was just weird. That's super. It was a fun. weird time. God, middle schoolers look so young now. Like in the movie, I think because I knew because they told they told you obviously this is eighth graders, but I'm such a bad gauge of like ages, especially even with like Anthony and Homer. I have I have no clue they asked us what homer's age was recently because it was just his birthday no fucking clue so like in this movie if it wasn't called eighth grade i have, would have no fucking idea <laughs> yeah, i don't know they grade. look a lot i don't know they look a lot different than when i was in school because my brother is in eighth grade he's like 
six three right now. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think from what I remember, it was like that because so well we probably already established this by this time in the podcast, but it's not. It's so Bo Burnham wrote it, but he didn't write it from the from the perspective of him in eighth grade because it's very much somebody that is in eighth grade now, and so it wasn't. There wasn't a lot of parallel between my experience and Kayla or Elsie's experience because of just the age difference. But I, like you said, the uncomfortability and just the feeling of like like being ashamed of yourself for no reason is still so real to me. It just it felt like I was watching myself, and I, maybe that's what's uncomfortable about this, about this movie is the mirror that it turns on you, and it was wild. What well, about you, Anthony? The, the reason I wanted Kayla to watch this movie, or I wanted you to be on specifically for this movie, uh, was because I remember when we saw it, you didn't like it as much as I did. But you, you <laughs> not only that, but you were like, eh, it was okay. And that might have changed now, but I'm just interested, like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> No, honestly, Anthony, sometimes I just do that to mess with you. <laughs> so, it was really good. I, that's the perfect way to mess with him, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting this out. All of, This entire no, you do, interview. You do it to me, too. You do it to um, me all the time. I'm sure I do, but... You do. I make jokes, and he has told me multiple oh, yeah. times that he doesn't laugh just to make me upset. Even though he thinks it's funny, he just won't laugh. What a psycho. So that's a little only insight, really. Curl your DMs, but he also. <laughs> okay, that that was in my fault. <laughs> I think we need a real, real up. Whoa! I'm not, gonna say, I'm not gonna say the word. I'm not, I'm just gonna evaluate. Yeah, there you go. We'll just. I'm not, cut I'm not it gonna in. continue. We'll cut it in so it sounds like you just said it with no problems. Yeah, someone will do that. I don't know who, but someone will do that. I bet so. I bet a lot of people do that though. I wonder if I do that with Sebastian, where I'm like, if I hear music, like the, because the, I guess the same thing for me and him is he loves music. And I feel like if maybe I heard a song of his that he really liked or I just didn't want to like, or, you know, like I feel like couples do that. That's just like a weird just, thing. To be you just like, want to mess with your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I wonder what their reaction would be if I didn't like this as much as they did. I feel like I feel like my parents do that with me because they know I try for it not to bother me, but it bothers oh, me. For like sure. this past weekend it happened. Oh, for for so, sure. That's 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 where all of it comes from, Kayla. Everything. Oh, yeah. Is, <laughs> is our parents because this weekend um I well, every Friday I do on our um on our shared Instagram, I do like if you send in a mood or a genre you want, then I'll give a suggestion. And I can see, you don't see who submits them, but I can see who, like nobody else can see but me and Anthony, basically. Yeah. And I saw that my dad asked for a comedy. And I was like, okay, so there's two things I can do with this. I can do one that I know he'll like, or I can try to challenge his tastes, which I knew he would. I, I would, as soon as I wrote the two down, I picked Stage Joshi. One. And um, the overnight, and I knew. I think part of me was like, I just want to make him watch one of 
didn't like it. I don't know. It's two movies where one of them is, is completely, it's a completely improvised movie. Um, but it has people that he likes. It has Thomas Middleditch, it has Adam Pally, it has a bunch of like Nick Kroll and uh, people he would recognize. And so I was like, well, maybe he'll like it because he sees them. And then The Overnight is the same way. It has, um, what's, what's the guy that's in Parks and Rec that plays Ben? Adam. Adam Scott. Scott. Adam Scott. Scott. It has um, somebody else. A bunch of other people, basically. Somebody from Orange is the New Black. and But it's movies that are more of a dark comedy. Especially Joshy. The way it opens up. The first scene is, like, super dark. And my dad, like, was... He sounded like he was, like, really upset. I think he was talking to Anthony, right? He was, like... He, co- <laughs> he commented... Or he, like, DM'd us. And he put scam... but yeah but then i gave him a movie that i knew he would like and he did and i talked to him after but i just feel like that's something that maybe our parents do and that's why we do it i don't know because my parents will always tell me they don't like something when they know i love it moral of the story i'm sorry kayla (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm trying to think if i do that with anybody else but i don't think i do i think it's just you yeah who did it first do you think you think he did it first to you and that's why you do it Oh, for sure. For I feel sure like he did the, it. Because I used to, I asked him one time, I was like, okay, do you think I'm, like, not funny or, like, what is it? He's like, oh, no, sometimes I just don't laugh just to mess with you. That's so, so funny. <laughs> and then, like, I want to laugh again, but it's hard to, like, force yourself to laugh and it'll seem fake. So then there's just no point in laughing. But you are really funny, Kayla. You know that movie with, uh, where Zac Efron plays Ted Bundy? And it's about him and his, his like girlfriend. I feel like I'm watching that right now. <laughs> I have not killed anyone. <laughs> Any final thoughts about eighth grade? Yeah, I want to um, hear some scenes that you think you are. The oh, yeah, a memorable scene. I do. I have some notes. Um, oh, okay. I don't think I've ever had an alarm. That's a song. I don't oh. think I've, I've I, I couldn't relate to that because I don't think I've ever had that happen. Because I don't think I could listen to a song like every day to wake me up. You can't. Sorry, I have a, I feel like I have a story for everything you talk about, but I have another I had, one too. I had a roommate that did that, and the, to this day, the, and I know exactly what song it is. I won't say it because who knows, but I had a roommate <laughs> in college that did a very specific song, and I, every time I hear the song now, I fucking hate it. <laughs> Kiss from a Rose would be so funny. That's my alarm. <laughs> no, but my, thing. Who does that? Mine used to be when I was like, this was fifth grade, and uh, it was it's the worst song ever, because you want a song that, because hers was like a, 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 a pop song. It was like a upbeat song. Mine was so... If you heard it, you just go back to sleep again. It was Human Nature by Michael Jackson. <laughs> what the hell? I, I don't know. I don't know, but I was like, that's a good song. <laughs> what a weird one. Yeah. I think you are a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> just wake up. What the hell? I, I honestly Did don't you know. Did you have to buy it? <laughs> no. Like, Did you buy it as a ringtone? Actually, so I don't know. No, I had an iPhone for sure. 
So it must have been like it might have been eighth grade. No, God. it was probably sixth or seventh. I don't know. That's so that, that's my story. Wow. Oh, okay. And then the rest of my notes just have to do with the disrespect towards her father. I could not get over it. It made me so upset. Yeah. Just like he was being so nice. He was being so nice. Yeah, but I bet that's how, like, if you were to watch a movie of how you treated your parents when you were that age, maybe it might be the same. I don't know. For me, it might probably, because I probably don't talk that well to my parents. I don't treat them that well. Yeah, but it's always just, like, a playing, like, it's a back and forward kind of thing. But he was being, like, genuinely nice to her, and he just like, fuck you, Dad. I don't even like you. So, I don't know. I think it plays into one thing I really love about this movie is the moments that I feel like you, he doesn't, you don't have to say a lot. Like, it's kind of, you just read between the lines. Like, you can tell that she, it all has to do, a lot of it has to do with her mom. Like, she's actually upset at her mom, but she, the only person she can take it out on is her dad. And then her dad feels bad, so he doesn't want to, like, be mad at her you know so it's like a vicious cycle that somebody else created and they're just like living in see that makes so much sense yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay i take it back (laughs) i think that's why they like but that's it and also i think it also is like a common not a commentary but he's trying to make a joke of like I've, i've seen teens treat their parents like that you know so like it's not that out of the ordinary. I mean, when he, we used to work at Target, oh my god, the way some kids would treat their parents, I was like, what the fuck is going on? So, yeah. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared about that. Not as a, like, me being a parent, but I want to be a teacher, and I don't know. I'm just scared they're going to be like, you're the reason my kid's failing. I'm like, am I? Am I? Is that me? See, the key <laughs> to that is that every time they make a joke, don't laugh. <laughs> just continue the cycle yeah every time they say they like something don't respond oh, i was <laughs> so genuinely confused i was like what are you talking about <laughs> so what we call callback in the biz anthony come on i know but my brain just didn't in this one second i just did, i don't know that was it. <laughs> yeah all right that's so funny um but yeah, and then my last, my absolute last note was Rick and Morty brings everybody together. It was so sweet. <laughs> yeah. As a friend. So, happy I can't ending. I to talk about that scene. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's, so- it's, it's so good. It, but it's, it's like probably the sweetest scene, but it's also the most cringy to watch. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't deal well with affection, so seeing them being nice to each other, I was like, <laughs> what's going on? They left oh it. My no, I was, I was the exact opposite. I was like, oh, like he doesn't care what sauce he gets. She wants, he wants her to be like happy. Because he likes them yeah. all equally. <laughs> yeah. He was like, so you can have whichever, because I'll be whatever. So that was sweet. Um, and then I have one question. Do you guys like eighth grade more or mid nineties? Good question. Good cue. Good cue. 
I'm taking over. So. Well, here's a quick A. A bridge. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I I took more from it. Also, the music. I'm sure I talked about this on the main episode, but the music is just it it pairs so well. And every time I compliment a music in a film, I say that it, it just pairs so well. It's just <laughs> it's it's the cheese to the wine, bro. It's yeah, just, like a sommelier. It's so it's so perfect for this. I I think I haven't seen. Okay, so I think I like eighth grade more. And one of the reasons I think is because I haven't. I've only seen the nineties once, and that was when I saw in theaters. And I have I haven't had the like need to see it again. And I usually don't rewatch movies a ton. And to be honest, when Anthony when Anthony was like, "Oh, we should do eighth grade," I was kind of like, eh. "But then when I started watching it, I I loved every minute of it. There was no part where I was bored. And I feel like for mid nineties, I can feel myself being like, "Okay, during that part, I can be on my phone," you know, like. I, I love what they both did, but I feel like eighth grade as like, I feel like it goes down to the filmmakers and Bo Burnham is just the kind of filmmaker I like more than Jonah Hill. I think even though I both like, I like both of them. I just feel like Bo Burnham did something amazing and I can't wait to see what he does next. And then Jonah Hill like did something great, but I want to see what he does next. Like I want, I'm more excited for whatever happens after this. I'd also oh, need okay. to give a uh, a rewatch for mid '90s to give a more complete answer. Yeah. But just right now, because I feel also eighth grade is on the fresh on my mind. There's there's that meme where it's like a it's a cycle. It's like the movie I just saw, and then it points to that is the my favorite movie of all time, <laughs> and then it goes back up to the movie I saw, and then it's just a, a cycle. I, I feel like that sometimes. So I feel like if I watched mid '90s, I might say that. But eighth grade, I really yeah. like. I don't know. I don't feel myself. See, I don't feel myself even after watching mid nineties, being like, "Oh, this is better," or "I like this better." Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Well, do you guys feel like you could relate to eighth grade more than you can relate to mid nineties? Yeah, I was. I never was. Never was, and never will be into skating. So, or skateboarding. I, I don't know. I used to. I used to, I mean, we didn't have a skate park nearby, but I used to always go outside and skate with my friends. Like, just, and just go around, have fun. Kind of like in mid-90s. I mean, I wasn't, uh, wasn't doing anything crazy, but I don't know. <laughs> good question. Okay. Very good. I would have never yeah. thought to compare them, but yeah. What about you? Yeah, I saw... Oh, I think I like them equally. I don't know. You guys, like, are really into 8th grade. And, like, I liked it, but it was, I don't think it was, like, amazing. And I can see how you think it is. Um, I think I like them both equally. Because I think they kind of... They did the same thing. And I don't know if one did one better for me. Um, like, they were both really good. They both, like, told a story about a certain, like, era growing up. So, yeah, that's why that's why for me, it goes down to it just comes down to the filmmakers themselves and their styles. And it's kind of hard to, like, specifically say what their styles are right now, because this is both their first movies they're making. Mm -hmm. But I think 
if I were to look at like 10 years from now, look at Bo Burnham's versus Jonah Hill's body of work, I'll probably, my sensibilities will probably align more with Bo Burnham. I just feel that just by watching the stuff he's done previously. That makes sense. It was really good. I liked it. All right. Thank you, Kayla, for joining us. Yes. Thanks for having me. And we're back. Thank you again, Kayla. Uh, I know. I don't know. Just thank you for being <laughs> on the. the well, I, I know with... that she was. I don't know. Well, I'll just say it. She was nervous about it, but she did amazing. I think she. This was one of my favorite interviews that we've done. Yeah, it's it's. it's uh, I'm really excited to put this episode out because I feel like I. I don't know. I want to. Oh, this is going to be different. Some stuff will be different. Um. With the way it's that like we the, end, it's not like the other episodes. It's just not, <laughs> and it it probably it. I don't know because it, I won't know until before I post it, uh, like right before if it'll be our first two hour episode because we've we've been getting real close. We've been knocking on the door of two hours, but we <laughs> haven't gotten there first. Breaking so, our rule of an hour and a half. Is it a rule that we have? I mean, like the movie rule. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything should be an hour and a half. Except for <laughs> Why do people think that should, they should be more than two hours? All right. This, this Ready for it, some fun facts? Yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot because I talked about most of them during the body of this episode. But here's a few. Um, filming began one week after Elsie Fisher graduated eighth grade. So it's fresh on her mind. Um <laughs> And I think this is the second time I've mentioned Barack Obama, but let's go for it. This is the first, um, but there will be another. Oh, okay. There will be another one, so look out. No, no, no. We've already done the interviews. Oh, yeah, oh. you're right. Second All time. right, so this was listed as one of former U.S. President Barack Obama's favorite films of 2018. What a man. Love a... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. All right. Um, <laughs> the credit sequence at the... Oh, the credit sequence, so like the end credit sequence of the red, green, and blue pixels is revealed in the commentary as actual Kayla YouTube videos just shot on a super high-focus lens on a computer. Heck yeah. Which, amazing. Okay, and the last one, I have some visual references for Anthony. (laughs) So, director Bo Burnham teased 8th grade with a photo on his social media accounts but he did not actually state what the photo meant so if you open up the first post in question can you explain to our audience what is on it okay so it's it's Bo Burnham on the right and Elsie Fisher on the left and they're they're walking away from the camera Bo Burnham's just all black it's like a there's like a gradient. There's like obviously an Instagram filter on it. Also super low quality. Yeah, it seems like like he kidnapped her almost. <laughs> and there's no caption whatsoever. Oh, no caption. I can't see that. No caption. Yeah. He's wearing all black. She's wearing maybe an oversized t-shirt, maybe a skirt and a Pokemon bomber or like oh, a I didn't even know that's Pokemon. Um and this was posted August 12th of 2017. Okay, and then the next photo. The next photo is Elsie Fisher in her room in character, I believe. I mean, like a screenshot of the film, basically. Yeah, yeah, of her looking at her laptop. 
Okay, so the before was the post in question. So that was the one that he posted with no context. He didn't say anything about it. Just a picture of him and a girl walking away from a camera. The second one is a screen cap of the movie. And he has a caption. I wrote and directed a movie that is premiering at the Sundance Film Festival this Friday. It's called Eighth Grade. And this was January 15th, 2018. And this was the post right after that one so he didn't post so he posted in august didn't post at all and then posted in january that he was making <laughs> that he put this movie out so i just thought that was a cute little that's really deep funny. dive but yeah so i i scrolled through his instagram and i found both of the posts <laughs> <laughs> but yeah those are the last fun facts what a fun movie Oh yeah, do I don't know if he said final. Th- I said my final thoughts that this movie's perfect. I said, I said my final thoughts. All right. Well, before that, um, gosh, I always plug our socials at the very end. You did it at the beginning. Oh well, kind of. Here it is. Here it is again. Let us know what you guys thought about eighth grade. DM us, co- comment on our post on Instagram or tweet at us. Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at Brother Sister Show, and our Twitter, because they don't allow handles longer than fifteen characters, is <laughs> at Bro Sis Show. Um, but if you just go to our Instagram, you can find everything else. Um, but yeah, so now for my pick, <laughs> I'm excited. This is scary I think... because I can't see you at all. Now I can. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's it got it got dark. Okay. So we're going to be watching Along Came Polly on HBO <laughs> because I want to watch I want to watch I want to watch a funny rom-com. And that's the movie for us. It's on HBO. HBO Go. HBO wherever now. you watch HBO. Yeah. I, I feel like this is a, I feel like this is a big one for our childhood as well. But I, and, for I'm the sorry. life of me, I can't remember a whole, like, all oh, really? of really? Yeah. Have you not fully seen it? I feel like I I have, but it's been a long time. Oh, wow. And this is one of the movies, too, that we grew up watching. And it, and, like, when I would bring it up to people, it was, it's, okay, so you know how, like, when you're a kid and you watch something and you think everybody else has seen it? This is one of those movies where I would talk about it and everybody's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I, God, I love this movie. And I everybody's so good in it. I cannot wait to talk about Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> oh, so excited. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like this is one of those good. movies how last episode you talked about how you didn't really know the references that you or that Sebastian used were from Spider-Man. I feel like that'll be that for me where I feel like there'll be some references from this movie that'll be like, whoa, I had no idea that this is where my parents got this from or whatever. Oh, I can think of like three already. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited to rediscover that or discover that. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. Yeah. I believe this is going to be our first two hour episode. So, Thank you guys <laughs> for listening all the way to the end. Hopefully it was good. Hopefully I convinced at least one person. I think maybe I convinced Kayla to like this movie, but hopefully I at least convinced one person to like this movie. Alrighty. We'll see you next time. Thank you guys. Gucci. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>